we, we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he making me to lie down in green pastures he restored my soul he leaded me in the paths of righteousness yea though I walk through the I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff some people over there quiet that's all right yeah yeah I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are but many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the god of that scripture welcome to the life experience a broadcast brought to you by life worship center where we're led by a dynamic duo bishop denzel and robin rule we are a church that lives in love operates in integrity walks by faith, and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned, there is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. These are already said enough. These all continued in one accord in prayer. Uh, the way to establish oneness, the way to establish unity is prayer. Do you see it? Many of us quote Acts 2. And one, that they were in one place on one accord, and the Holy Ghost came down. This is the chapter before that, and this chapter lets you know how they got on one accord. Stay with me now. One accord don't happen through conversation. It don't happen through strategy, it happens through prayer. Becoming as one happens as we pray. And so all these, these things that are happening in your life, you want to see resolved, y'all ain't praying together. How are you going to establish oneness? There's fight in your marriage. You didn't go on to counseling, but you ain't going to pray in yet. Do the counseling, but you got to pray. Because one accord don't. That's a word. Let's stay with it if it's not. <laughs> It's established in prayer. That's why I told you, because we are praying so much, I got to stay on this word. Because we are becoming as one. God is uniting the house. And see, true oneness looks beyond the issues. True oneness sees beyond the stuff that's going on. And because it happens by way of the spirit, not by way of the flesh. Let's keep on going. I need you to get this. So... As we become more unified, the enemy gets in a panic. As we become more together, as your marriage becomes more together, your family becomes more together, your company becomes more together, as you become more unified, the devil says, I got to move in. If you want to know how to call the devil, become unified. You trying to locate the devil? Devil, where are you? Get unified. He will show up every time. Stop allowing him to surprise you. Come on. What happens, and I'm telling you that's why I got to teach this, because as we're becoming more as one, we cannot be shocked. When issues and conflict arise, see, I'm, I'm everybody coming to this church on but how nice this church is. Oh, it's so sweet. The worship is so nice. The people are so nice. Everybody love one another. Oh my God, this is a beautiful church. Well, well number one, we fool you. <laughs> Let's start there. 
So we did a, you know, look at your neighbor and say, good job. Yeah, we fooled them. Ah. <laughs> but whenever that happens, know that the enemy is going to be dispatched. Because, oh God, let me show you why. Genesis chapter 11, this is crazy. Verse number 6. This is crazy what he says. He says, he says, and the Lord said, behold, the people is one. And they all have one language. And this they begin to do. And now nothing will be restrained from them, which they have imagined to do. He says, they are as one. And because they are as one, whatever they think they could do, they're going to do. Hold on, they pray in plenty, and now they believe in for property. If they stay like that, they're going to get the property. They believe in for Petals Youth Group to hit schools all over the country. If they stay as one, they can take over the schools. They believe in for teen church to look like how this church looked this morning. They believe in for youth ministry, for youth night to be as packed as it is this morning. If they stay as one, it's going to happen. So the devil will mobilize when he sees oneness established. Let me show you something else. One, I'm Psalm 133, Jeff. Psalm 133, verse 1 says this. Watch it. Ready? Read. For brethren to dwell together in unity. That's verse 1. Verse 2 talks about the oil in the bed and the, and the skirts and the garments. Go to verse 3. Verse 3. Ready? Read. And as the dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion, for there the Lord commanded what? Commanded what? He says, where there is oneness, the Lord commands the blessing, not a blessing, the blessing. The blessing is the empowerment to not fail. The blessing is the empowerment to not fail. And he says, he releases it when we get in unity. How do we get in unity? How do we get in unity? What have we been doing? We're in trouble. Because we're in line for the blessing. I'm not trying to make you scared. I want to make you aware. When we are ignorant of Satan's devices, he gets an advantage over us. Ephesians 2 and 11, I believe, is in the Bible somewhere. I promise you it's there. <laughs> when we are ignorant of Satan's devices, he gets an advantage over us. Uh, my people are destroyed because they don't know. So we cannot be ignorant of this thing here that as we are getting more, the blessing is about to be released. The enemy doesn't want us going around blessed because people can believe it makes sense to serve God. That's why we preach the blessing so hard. That's why we let you know that favor's on your life. Because when people see you blessed, favored, loving God, living right, honoring your relationships, honoring your spouse, honoring your children, and living a godly life, they can want it. So, because what we've been having is people who are saved, Holy Ghost filled, but their lives are not enviable. Holy Ghost people don't look attractive. This side of the room, quiet. 
Holy Ghost people never wanted you, never put you to the point to say, you know what? I want what they got. I said this um, at, at Voice of Deliverance that because of the people around me who used to pray, I didn't want a prayer life. Because everybody in the church I came up with who had a prayer life was mad. They always sour. The goodness of God used to make them cross. So I say, you know, if that's what prayers do, I fool with that prayer thing. Let me know for because these are the people on the on the on, on the prayer band. Y'all never no prayer band. Y'all never prayer band. Yeah, there was the members of the prayer band, and the members of the prayer band was always mad and rowing. All the members of the prayer band. Like when you get happy in the prayer band, they throw you off. This is not happy people. We suffering for God. So what has happened is, this is we have, we have not made living for God attractive. And God says, that's not consistent with my word. The thief come to steal, kill, and destroy. I am coming to you, may have life and have it more abundantly. Hmm, good God Almighty. I know what that is, that's John 10 and 10. Second Peter 1 and 3. According as this divine power has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. All things. Glory to God. So, watch this. This unity that's coming is going to release the blessing on us. And the enemy says, no, I can't let that happen. So I got to deal with that. I come and ask, I like it, you all happy? I put a turn on corner right now, and you all ain't going to be happy no more. This is a smiling time. Uh, so I, I got to get in there and disrupt the harmony. That's actually what strife means. It's the disruption of harmony. <laughs> I, I got to break the unity that exists. Because if they stay unified, the blessing will be released. And I can't do nothing with believers that have the blessing and know they have the blessing. See, there's a lot of believers, but they don't know they get the blessing on them. So they're living defeated. But if I can develop some believers that walking in victory and in power, God says, I can take out the devil and the devil knows that. So he says, let me start sowing some seeds and I can put strife in there. I'm going, I'm going to cause strife to arise so that there cannot be the kind of power, the kind of breakthrough, the kind of miracles. Do you realize how many people got healed on our prayer calls? You know why they get healed? Because we're together as one. The reason someone's going to call me at the end of this service and testify of the healing that broke through as it happens every single Sunday. Every Sunday there's a confirmation of healing. Every Sunday in the church. Every single Sunday we come together and today will be no different. That there's always a testimony that someone, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about physical healing manifests. Why? Because when we become as one, it's easy. Can I give you a secret for those of you who watch Ben Hinn? Do you realize that he spends more time worshiping than he does healing? You watch a Ben Hinn service, they spend most of the time worshiping. 
praying and worshiping. Why? They get the house as one. Because once you get as one, healing will just flow. There, there, there are several ways for the power of God to manifest. Uh, one way is by the word of faith. Faith arising, and that's what we're trying to do in our teaching, that faith comes alive in you, and, and that's what we do on Mondays and Wednesdays and Fridays as we pray. Speak the word of faith, that faith arises in you, and you can cause your own, happen, your own healing to happen. Faith. Someone say faith. faith. That's available to all of us. The next one is an anointed vessel of God. When you get in contact with an anointed vessel of God, an anointed man of God, an anointed woman of God that is anointed, that God has placed his hand upon, they can release healing to you. That is cool, but oftentimes that don't last. That something will happen in the moment because they touch you, but because there's nothing on the inside of you, you can be healed in this service, and by Tuesday, your condition comes back. Because of the lack of faith on the inside of you. But then there's another dimension of healing that happens by way of glory. Say glory. Glory happens when we become as one. When we become as one, the glory of God will fill the room, and you don't need no anointed vessel. Pastor Denzel ain't got to say a word. The presence of God itself in the room will cause healing to break out. Glory to God. That's what we're talking about now with this unity thing. As we become as one, the glory of God will become so strong in the house that no one has to lay hand on you. But just sitting in your seat. It'll hit you. There are people who have gotten saved in this church over the last four months without an altar call. The glory did it. Because we became as one. God Almighty. So, so here it is now. So, he sees us coming as one. So, what he, what he does, whenever oneness is established, he inserts obstacles to create strife. Disharmony. Here's where the thing turns now. Let's turn the thing. Galatians chapter 5. I'm going to show you something. Galatians 5. Is this too much scripture? Good. Galatians 5, verse number 19. Ready? Read. Okay, good. What are they? What is it? Works of the what? Is it the work of a demon? Okay, it's work of the flesh. Let's read some of them. Buckle, buckle, buckle your seatbelt. I'll read them. No, you don't read because you can get scared. Fasten your seatbelt. There's no time to be walking up and down the cabin. Let's, let's talk about the works of the flesh. Adultery. I come in. Fornication. Uncleanness. Lasciviousness. Idolatry. Hold on, hold on. Witchcraft. What is it? Even witchcraft is not a work of demons. Hatred. You don't have an angry spirit. You just like be mad. We blaming some demons and them demons say, I, it ain't me. Variance. That's when you vary.
nations. I guess that's when you emulate. Wrath. And look at the next one in there. Strife. Don't panic. I ain't going to preach the whole list. I could. I got a feeling a couple of them in the room. I should give you all a handout and say, circle the ones that apply to you. <laughs> Don't put your name on top. <laughs> Just. <sighs> in the list is strife. Let me finish the list. Uh, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like. Of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in times past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Give me a couple more minutes, please. All of that was my pre-introduction. Let me introduce this word now. He says, all them things, and our focus today is strife, he says, they are works of the flesh. Lest you say, I didn't refer to the scripture that I read initially about Abram and Lot. Let me show you something there. Go back to that verse there from a place that we read from, with Abram and Lot. Um, go to verse number something. Go to verse number eight. And Abram said unto Lot, what did he say? Okay, one more time. And Abram said unto Lot, what? Okay. This blessed me, Robin. Let me tell you why it blessed me. This means you're talking. Abram says to Lot, we control if strife comes. So let's not let it. Strife has to be let. Strife don't just appear. Strife has to be granted permission. Abram says, let's not give strife permission. So now when we put that and tie that in now to what Paul says in Galatians, Paul says it is a work of the flesh. I am stressing this because I need you to see that you have been yielding control of your life over to the devil, but it's not the devil, it's you. Strife, causing strife, offense, anger, rage, all these things, these ain't no demon. These is you. You don't need deliverance, you need to stop. Wasting good olive oil. Good oil wasting. Because you don't want to stop. 
He said, it's a work of the flesh. Your Bible says, present your flesh a living sacrifice. You cannot present what you don't control. Your flesh is not God's responsibility. God don't do flesh. He said, flesh and me are enemies. I don't even touch flesh. Oh, this is good. I just heard this is now. He says, I don't touch flesh so much that when it came to me making Adam, I didn't touch him. I blew, I blew him. That was free. So I'm going to show you from the start how me and flesh go. I don't touch flesh. I breathe into flesh. I give flesh my, my spirit to empower flesh to function like me. That's the only deal I have with flesh. Anything that's going on in your flesh is all you. Abram said, but let's not allow this to happen because we control this. We, can, we run this. I told you all three, uh, three months ago, anybody can make you mad. You made me mad, made me, now look what you made me do. Anybody make you do nothing? That's you. I ought to tell you to shout this me, but y'all wouldn't shout it. Y'all still here? <laughs> here it is. Now, I need you to get something else now. That it's a work of the flesh, meaning that it's something that you're doing. Let's talk about the flesh quickly. Quickly. Uh, you are tripartite. That means tri, three, parts. I just wanted to use the word. You have three parts. You are body, you are soul, you are spirit. Body, that's, that's the house, that's these external things that we see. Your soul is your mind, your will, your intellect, your emotions, your thoughts, that's your soul. And then your spirit, that's your God consciousness. That's the, play, the part of you that connects with the spiritual realm. Where God connects with you. The spirit of God, the Bible says, Romans 8 and 16, that the spirit bears witness. The, big, the spirit, capital S, bears witness with our spirit, small s. So his spirit with our spirit. Uh, the book of Hebrews says this, that the word of God is quick, powerful, sharp, and a two-edged sword, dividing asunder soul and spirit separating the two so there's a separation between soul and spirit soul again is that conscious you that cognitive you that smart you that thoughtful you that if emotional feelings you that you that always getting hurt that's your soul last verse of Hebrews 10 says, we believe even to the saving of the soul. We believe that could get saved too. For many of us, our spirit is saved. That's what happens when we're born again. But our soul is being saved and our body will be saved. You got that? Be born again, spirit is saved. You are renewed and transformed. Your soul is being saved. And then that day come in. When your body 
Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Roll of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram, hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office, 601-5125. We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.